0: You're listening to the GC Collaborative Podcast, a resource for the worship arts team at Grace Church. Hey everybody, welcome to the GC Collaborative Podcast. We're so glad you're here with us. It is Luke Lauber and the Bin Abu Sadah.
1: Wow. I wanted to see how long that would last. Well, I ran out I of like oxygen because I'm actually sucking down a
0: <laughs> cough drop right now. <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh, God, I love the change That's in awesome. seasons. Am I right? Uh, My goodness, do you have to love them? Summer to winter no. in one night, right? Yeah, uh,
1: it was I awesome. hate that when we skip over all of the 60 and 70 degree weather. Yeah, who, needs, we went, who
0: needs color? Who needs fall had a leaves? A few days of that, but not man. this guy. No. green to dead trees <laughs> yeah right there's a sermon there somewhere green, yeah <laughs> there really is probably when you skip the fall
1: <gasps>
0: oh my gosh stop the podcast yes. and write that down <laughs> so many so many good sermons in that anyways <laughs> welcome to the gc collaborative podcast yes. if this is your first time we promise you it doesn't get any better than this <laughs> <laughs> keep the bar low You might be thinking it's going to come up at some point. It won't. Don't get your hopes up. No, we're so glad you're here. Uh, We are doing a series right now this year where we're kind of going through the Bible. In different areas that the Bible talks about worship, kind of pulling that out and talking about it at a very high level. Mm-hmm. We don't get too crazy because there's a lot of great podcasts that mm-hmm. go real deep into these subjects. And so we just kind of, do a high level, uh, kind of talk about it. And then we talk about kind of what that looks like at Grace Church specifically mm-hmm. and the things that we do Um, On a yearly basis, I would say. Um, So it's been fun. We've done one. Uh, If you want to check that out, it was about the Psalms um, overall. And now, this week, we will get into kind of the Colossians 3, Ephesians 5 where paul talks about singing psalms hymns and spiritual songs to god and kind of what do each of those mean Mm -hmm. what does that look like at grace church and what we do and we're just excited to get into it with you Mm -hmm. so buckle up listen to this little buffer song that we're so grateful and excited for let the banjo soothe your soul and we'll see you in a few seconds All right. So like we said, we're going to kind of dive into Colossians 3:16 and Ephesians 5:18 through 20, and we're just going to kind of unpack it and then kind of yeah, talk yeah. about how we do this at Grace in a few different ways, practically I would say. Would you say that's the right way to put that? Yeah, I think so. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just, it's my short I just, answer to that. I just yeah. need an affirmation. Yeah. That's I all. I affirm you. I felt like I was floating out there, not walking on anything, and your affirmation <laughs> you gave me affirmed. solid ground. Yes. Um, so I'm just going to read Colossians 3.16 right mm-hmm. now. This is, I believe, if I remember correctly, the NLT version I pulled these yeah. out of. Um Looks like it. And then, oh, you know them by version. Oh, well, that's the one I've, I've been spending a lot of time in. Honestly, wow. the version I've been spending a lot of time. Oh, in. really? You're being yeah. serious right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. I do like the NLT. I, for whatever reason, I understand it. Like my brain just comprehends yeah. it a lot better. Yep. I tried to do KJV uh, for years, and then yeah. I found out it was in English, which was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to learn a different language. No. All right. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm full of dad jokes today. I've been a dad for six months almost, and I'm just You're full of them. You're full of it. them. I feel like I had them beforehand, but that's fine. You did. I call them 30, mid-30s jokes. Mid-30s yeah. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get the Colossians 3.16. Um, Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ, or the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Now Ephesians 5, 18 through 20 says very pretty much the exact same line, at least how it's translated here. Um 5, 8, 3 through 20 says, Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So those are kind of the two verses we're going to be, or the two lines really from those verses mm-hmm. that we're going to be kind of dissecting today and just uh, kind of talking about. Uh, but I did want to throw this in there because... She did help a lot with the planning of this, and that is Ramah Shirey, our old resident last year, our old resident. Yeah, our old resident! Our old resident! She actually went off to plant a church with JT yeah. and his wife called Freedom Church in downtown Kansas City, so they've been doing awesome from what I hear. Yeah, so proud and of her. So yeah, she went off with them, but part of kind of what she did to finish out the residency was kind of help develop these themes, and so I do want to give her a shout out, because she did a lot of work to help kind of set this up for us. So we're very grateful for that. And I'd also like to blame her if there's any wrong theology. (laughs) Just kidding. I say that because I know she'd laugh when she hears this. Um, But I think first things first Mm -hmm. is, obviously, he kind of says there's three different things in each of them, right? Psalms, mm-hmm. hymns, and spiritual songs. He kind of mentions both or all three of those in each verse. And so what we want to do is kind of just unpack that a little bit. Do you mm-hmm. want to start? Do you want me to start? Um, How do we want to do this? Yeah, go ahead, man. You can. You <laughs> Oh, boy. you so oh great. Oh, boy. I no, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so we kind of looked at, into this and talked about mm-hmm. it um, and kind of what we came to. Uh, the easiest or the best way I saw it described or heard it described throughout life is a psalm, is an actual psalm from the book of Psalms. He's referencing that. Hymns are what we kind of do think of as hymns, very theologically driven, who God is. Um, And you might say, well, how did Paul know about hymns as we think of them? But he, uh, in a lot of things I've read, most likely uh, was referring to kind of the same thing in their culture. Uh, They had hymns of their time that they sang, and so it was just about who God was, their theology, their beliefs, because back then they didn't have uh, Bibles that everybody had, so actually a lot of what they uh, learned from and remembered was songs because mm-hmm. of the melodies, the simple melodies that they had, and yeah. so uh, they would sing their theology a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that, and then a spiritual song is um, kind of referenced as a song of what God has done in your life, and so that would be... You know, what has God done? I'm um, singing about that. So, not so much about the nature, even though that could include that. It's more about, okay, I've lived life. I've seen the world through the eyes of, you know, the gospel and living with the Holy Spirit and God. And because of that, I've experienced these things with God. Thus, I'm writing what is kind of considered a spiritual song. Now, caveat to all of this, which is the exciting part, is nobody really agrees on these three things. <laughs> right. <I was> gonna- <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's one one way of looking at it yeah for sure. so that is one yeah, way the one way, way that i
0: kind of was like yeah that makes yeah. you know honestly sense to me so i would actually right. encourage you guys to do your own research if you're like really interested in that um because i do think it's always interesting mm-hmm. to uh read about these things and dive into them yep. um but i think th- that's a good a good ground place yeah, to, good platform uh, for our conversation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good, good little foundation. Yeah, nice good little foundation. You. But Yeah. So just, I just want to put out yep. there, there is a lot of disagreement and I will say this as a person who has not studied this, like in the Greek mm-hmm. or the Hebrew or, you know, all yeah, that stuff. I'm just right. reading other people's opinions about mm-hmm. what it means in other books and stuff like that. So definitely do your own research on that. Um, but, I think what all of them do revolve around is the importance of just worshiping in songs Mm -hmm. and doing that uh, as a community, doing that by yourself. Uh, But just this idea, which I always love, is this idea of just responding to God and who he is with uh, song. And then I also realized, too, that in both verses, he actually says, uh, with thankful hearts or give thanks uh, in both of them. In mm-hmm. both verses, and so I thought that was very uh interesting and thought provoking as well yeah. is um you're doing this because you're giving thanks to God for who He is, yeah. which is i think pretty amazing yep. um and that kind mm-hmm. of being the wrap around each time mm-hmm. as well so yeah
1: i think um what i what i what I look at those uh passages too and I see that it's included with the teaching and counseling each other, like in Colossians, Mm. teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Oftentimes you'll find, um, you'll find the spectrum being one side or the other of, of a church or sometimes Mm. meaning there will be some churches that are like, um, they treat the worship or that aspect of a service as, prepping you for a message, right? Mm -hmm. But when you read that, it's included as pretty important part of a service. So, uh, or, you know, our gathering or an important aspect of our personal relationship with God. That it's not just studying scripture and, and, you know, counseling each other with all the wisdom he gives, Mm -hmm. but it also includes, this is an important part. Yeah. You know, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Yeah. Um, so that, that is an important thing. So, yeah.
0: And I've always yeah. appreciated that about grace. Tim has always, or never has said, you know, Yo, yeah. get up there and prepare people's hearts. Right. You know, I'm yeah. um, not that that's probably what the heart is that people are coming right. at it with who say that, but it is a, has always been a very like, no, this is a yeah. very important time for people to be with the Lord mm-hmm. and an important part of what we do at grace. So I've always been yeah. very appreciative of, but if, you know, and I that. think
1: there's people that think that, like oh, yeah. that. The music is to prepare you for the message, and I don't think it's not necessarily thought of as a negative, but just no, as, as no, no. like, hey, the music's important. It's just mm. it's just there to get you ready to hear the thing. Yeah. They're inadvertently saying it's just there to get you ready to hear the mm. thing that does matter, yeah, right? And, um, it's the ramp up. Yeah, and that's not the case. And then vice versa, there's churches that are on the other side of the spectrum where they'll spend 45 minutes to an hour in worship music, and then... You know the uh, message. There may you may walk away not really gaining any mm-hmm. personal knowledge or wisdom from scripture um, during a service. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Just, I think these these both of these passages pretty much uh, balance out both yeah. of those. The importance of the Christian walk and the yeah. local church. Oh, absolutely. So that's my thought. I agree. I think yeah.
0: you gotta yeah, have a have a tension in a good way, a healthy mm-hmm. tension of all those things and working off of each yeah. other for sure. Cause yeah. Been in churches where you don't have one or the other and it definitely gets a little lopsided. Yeah. So. That's why
1: uh, you know, you were talking about how things have been and the way our senior pastor has been. He's always referred to or he's always tried to encourage us to not refer to just the music portion of our service Mm -hmm. is the worship and the message, right? Mm -hmm. But to just always remember the entire service is a worship service. You know, even the message is a part of worship. So Some would say, even our lives. (laughs) Um, Cue the banjo music! No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: No, that's good. Mm -hmm. And definitely just great things to remember as worship leaders and worshipers is that, you know, I think we're just as guilty sometimes of being like, we need to have like forty-five minutes of worship, but mm. like just that, we all have to work together. And even like you could take it to grace groups as well. Like if all of those parts are not um, in in what we're doing as a, as a community, then there will be a lack of health in those yeah. in the different areas. I think for sure. So I think that's good. That's a good yeah. word. Yeah. There's a sermon in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's or great. A, a message. Yeah. Massage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it also reminded me of the giving thanks. Uh, one of my favorite lines from an author changed my life and just kind of how I viewed things. Uh Gosh, sadly, 15 years ago, because I was like 22, 23, so mm-hmm. it just makes me feel old now that I think about that. But mm-hmm. uh, he said, everything is a gift in life. And in the way of God has, uh, not that everything's easy, not that everything is like, oh, yay, this happened, but that God has a gift in there in some way, shape or form and, and to find him in it in some way, shape or form. And so I've always taken that and, uh, cause we all go through hard things in life. And so, yeah. um, but just realizing that every day, everything is a gift and, and how, where's God in that? And so giving thanks in that. And I think, I was thinking about this actually, as we were kind of getting ready for this, um, and just the idea of really, uh, if you don't truly believe God is good, how that can just rock your foundation and and giving thanks for that Um, and remembering that God is good, even in the tough times. And not that, you know, you don't have days. I was just on the phone with somebody today going through a very tough time and, you know, where's God in this? And, And so it's not that those days don't happen, but that we can always come back to the place of, okay, I know God's good. I know I don't understand this completely at this point, but I can trust that he's good because if you get off that, that's mm-hmm. when it can get a little crazy, you yep. know, and I know that's happened in my life too. So I speak to, uh, not from a place of arriving in that, but just that it happens and yeah, has happened. You happen. want to cover
1: that. You want to make sure you say, I've not arrived. Oh gosh. I haven't <laughs> arrived in anything. Never,
0: <laughs> never assume arrival. Never, that's never in anything we say. That should be the name of this podcast. Never <laughs> assume <laughs> that's revival right. or
1: arrival. arrival. Yes. Oh
0: my gosh. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so there's these different parts to the songs and so are the psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And so um, and I think we kind of touched a little bit on it last week, but that is kind of the different styles of music that we see uh, in our churches today. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it because we did cover it last time a little bit of just the songs that are more personal, the songs that are maybe more about what God is doing in my life. Versus uh, maybe songs that are just more about who God is, and we—if you want to—we talked about that for a little bit last time. But just how you really do, ideally, you're you're having a balance of all three of these songs in your mm-hmm. worship. And it might not be that you have each week. Here's a psalm. Yeah. Here's i uh, I'm forgetting. All right, psalm. Here's a hymn. Here's you know a spiritual song. But throughout the year, if you're looking at it, it's like, oh, hopefully there's some kind of balance of songs. Mm-hmm. That are about him, that are about a relationship with mm-hmm. him, so on and so forth. And so we talked about that, I feel like a good bit yeah. last time. Yeah, but we
1: did. We talked about the horizontal, vertical, and all that kind of stuff, right? Sloppy wet.
0: Yeah, unforeseen. sloppy wet. Or, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: More we talked unforeseen. about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but I think it is the importance, and even Paul, two times in scripture, to two really different groups of people saying the importance of having these uh different elements into your service or into your community and and when you meet and so i think that's why it's obviously very important to highlight and to say okay what is he saying and now how do we do that at grace church like what does that look like at grace church and how are we going about that um and so this was actually ben's idea which i loved was like why don't we just take some songs and talk about them and Maybe unpack yeah, them yeah. Or, or talk about which place we kind of mm-hmm. place them in out of the three if we if we were to say like because sometimes let's be honest some of these songs I feel like do kind of cross over between maybe two categories yeah, or something sure. um but at same time talk about the songs that we do do and nice pause yeah thank you pretty pause uh and and what do they kind of fit in into these places yeah let's do it so without further ado, let's unpack some of these how about that? I love it. Actually, can we talk? I, I actually wanted to address this as well. Can we talk? I mean, this is yeah. a podcast, yes. Well, can we, can we talk about this specific thing? Yeah, let's talk thing? about it. We didn't actually talk about this, but okay. I was thinking about it, is kind of some of our conversations leading up to GC Collaborative, the music side mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. and kind of what our conversations where I actually thought were, would be great for this, because mm-hmm. part of... Our initial conversations, I remember, anyways, um, were kind of when we were talking about recording songs and writing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of in this place of, well, what if we just kind of release songs that we wrote, and maybe if they're not even worship songs, um, mm-hmm. and but they're songs that could encourage people, and so on and so forth. And I always love that that vision because. Uh, we didn't want to kind of get into this place of, oh, we only do worship songs. We only write worship songs and and, and do that and record those. But it's obviously we want to do those things for our mm-hmm. church body. But there's also other songs that could encourage um, and uh, potentially have, sp- I don't know, spiritual
1: <laughs> effects. Yeah, I think that, you know, and I think that's a, uh, I think, yeah, like you're saying, you're saying something to me that, um, which is, and I think helping people understand what we view as a as a as a team, because mm. when we say, um, you know, worship songs, you know, I think I think you could probably take it a step further for what I think specifically what you're talking about is writing songs that we feel could easily slip into a corporate worship. Service, right? Mm -hmm. Because for us, technically speaking, we would say even the songs that maybe are a little harder to grasp for a typical church goer, Mm -hmm. meaning like melodically or, you know, things like that, um, could be still worship songs. They're just not easily incorporated into a corporate worship environment. And I think that that's something that's one of the ways we approached it, right? Was that, hey, man, just because it's okay just because a song maybe we're writing that's coming out of us. We don't want to put ourselves in that box of having it be four chords, Mm -hmm. you know, a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus out. Mm -hmm. Right. That we free allow ourselves the freedom to be able to write what we feel like the Lord is um, bringing out of us and not, not put ourselves in that box. But, it's <clears throat> clearly helping people understand uh, teaching that, hey, just because it's not, doesn't fit that corporate, quote unquote, I'm using yeah. air quotes, yeah. uh, easily singable, melodic type tune doesn't mean it's not a worship song. It just means, you know, we're going to not use it in that type of environment because it may be mm-hmm. a little difficult for people to grasp or hold on to, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I think that's what fits this is because I do think there's just different songs for different places, yeah. um, but they're all, I and, you know, what you're saying, worship. Yeah. It's yeah. just, some are, well, I think maybe we would classify as corporate worship, maybe. Yeah. And I think so- that's the
1: easier easier way of saying it um, yeah and, and people always argue about this point like mm. just because you can't sing it this doesn't mean it's not worship or yeah i don't know what voice was that i don't know sound like rocky almost <laughs> uh i was it's yeah. just that one. um <laughs> sounds like uh john
0: travolta <laughs> yeah there's, and, well, i don't know what he was in uh, maybe saturday night saturday, lives, yeah fever, saturday fever, fever yeah, yeah. Or, the, the, you're or, messing with my head uh <laughs> I just pulled cool my hair for an hour. <laughs> um. Anyways, oh how do we get on that? Anyways, yeah. so
1: I just, I just wanted to um help lay a foundation of, yeah. of this conversation for people that to help them understand where mm-hmm. we come from when when we're talking about these things. Yeah.
0: So. Well, and I think we got there because we found that we did have people in our congregation and or, you know, these songs being written that we were like, oh my gosh, like that's a great song. Yeah it potentially could be saying on a weekend it doesn't feel like it naturally goes that way not to say mm-hmm. it never could yeah. but it was kind of like but man you know it, this could still be something that could you know mm-hmm. help people see Jesus yeah. in different ways and so yep. so i've always loved that uh, because i think in our songwriting when we get together it kind of frees our artists as well mm. because it's not this so oh, we have to write this song that can be sung corporately even though Obviously, those songs are great, and yeah. you're not a we love those as well. But uh, it allows people to kind of breathe a little bit, not have so many barriers, and say, "Okay, what's God doing in my life?" And what, how do I express that musically yeah. and uh, verbally? And so, I think it's kind of given us some cool songs. Which yeah. one we'll talk about. Um, there so. are a couple of them actually. We'll we'll talk about in this next part. So. Yeah. Um, well, you just want to, you want to just go straight down the list yeah, and see it, what man. happens. Let's okay. So we'll start with, uh, cause it kind of was actually in this season, we've had mm-hmm. different seasons of songwriting and, mm-hmm. and recording at grace. Yeah. Um, so I would say in this season, uh, stand in the battle was kind of the first one under the GC collaborative title, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, yeah because
1: if people go and hunt they'll find our old yeah. stuff from 2016 and there's
0: great stuff out there grace church it's under which, by the way we really did try to move it over <laughs> under gc collaborative but you cannot yeah. do that because then we'd have yeah. to do the taylor swift thing where we actually yeah. just re-record it all and which yep. you know who knows maybe yeah, one day maybe
1: maybe one day do the coming uh, i think it's uh, if you search coming undone, undone grace church, grace church. Yeah. yeah so it, yeah there's some great songs yeah
0: out there on that one. Um, so, Stand the Battle" was kind of the first one. And so, this one is what we would kind of classify probably as the corporate song, mm-hmm. um, corporate worship. And probably under the top three, I would honestly probably say a lot of these are a mixture of personal. They're obviously not psalms because they weren't in the psalms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, they could have been inspired by the psalms, which is mm-hmm. another uh, thing as well. But I would classify all these kind of switch between uh, spiritual slash uh, oh man, I just lost the other word. Spiritual and hymns, hymns. and the yeah. fact that they kind of talk about the attributes of God mm-hmm. uh, versus also, or in com- combination with what He's done in our lives, and so. Uh, but I would say "Stand in the Battle" is probably a corporate worship song in that yeah, people can sing along to it decently well. Um, um, yeah. um, I think the
1: yeah, I think if you were to look at the the actual subject matter it's mm. something that's a rally mm. anthemic type thing for people no. um, so i think the content is great for a corporate setting and then also i think melodically it's it's great i yeah. mean everybody seems to from the beginning seems to have uh, been able to cling to that and, yeah. and sing it out so and
0: i think it's it's actually fun story about that song is we actually let it before we recorded it and in the corporate setting found that the bridge, the original, I can't even remember how you're always good or it did something like that. And it didn't yeah. work really well. No. And it was like that. And then the female would repeat it. And it was just so like the first time or second time, yeah. I can't remember, we did it. And it was like, something's not clicking this here. Not working. And so we kind of rehashed the bridge a little bit. Which then now took it into what it is now, which is more like a, you were good, you were good, yep. you were good. Um, that was you.
1: I think you took it home. You are like, you were unsettled. You were not maybe. satisfied. I probably with it. I think you probably felt awkward and
0: was like, I don't like how I feel when yeah. I see this. <laughs> yeah. You are like, I'm just not liking it. Yeah. So and I that think you came happened. back with that. Um, but it was cool in in the way that we tried it out corporately. Mm -hmm. And in that we realized that it was like, yeah, this just part is not clicking, um, for some reason. And so, and that happens sometimes you Mm -hmm. write a song and and you're like, Oh, this is great. or This part's great. And then you try it out and it's just like, yeah, now that we are doing this as a group or whatever it might be, this, this does not feel right. And so we changed it to where now it is. And I think that's kind of makes it even more anthemaic probably in its nature is because Mm -hmm. you can easily sing, you are good to your own rhythm. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And so, yeah, so that's been really awesome. And then, yeah, thematically, you know, we're talking that he is good. So that could even be kind of like the nature of who God is Mm -hmm. along with other aspects. Um, because some of it was honestly pulled from the Psalms. Um, mm-hmm. and in it's lyrics and the yeah. verses especially, and then mentioning really you're referencing, uh, I'll step in the water cause I know you'll part the sea that's mm-hmm. direct reference of Moses and the Israelites and trusting God to, to do these big things. And mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, so it's kind of cool, uh, a good example of what I would consider probably a hymn slash spiritual song. And in today's context, a corporate song yeah. that is pretty easily, uh, Easily clinged on to for the most part. Now the next one. Not so much. Oh my gosh! <laughs> You're such a dork. I yep. I will agree with you, but uh-huh. I want to disagree with you okay. because I will say my nature and just who I am. Naturally, I'm like any song can be sung in corporate right. worship, and I know as I've gotten older, <laughs> it's not exactly true. Yeah. But I still kind of have that young young guy in me who's right. like, "Nah, we can do it." And so this next song, even when the night comes, mm-hmm. uh, which Ben sings, mm-hmm. uh, we had. Well, I would classify. In its truest of nature, yep. as a personal or what this on the spiritual yeah. hymn or psalm, I would say this is spiritual probably leans song. very far on the spiritual side of it and yeah. the fact that it's what God was doing in your life at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't think there's a verse in the Bible that says, screaming at a wall, hoping <laughs> no. that you're near. Yeah.
1: But, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and I wrote, wrote, those verses, I don't know if you remember mm. that in 2018, yeah. that summer. Yeah. But I, I think all I had brought to the table was this f- chorus. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you and I would like
0: Even spend an afternoon. Yeah. That's Luke singing, s- by the way, not Ben. Just in case anybody's confused. <laughs> yeah, don't
1: get confused. <laughs> <laughs> I know we sound so
0: much alike. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, it did come from a. It came from a very personal place, and uh, it's definitely. I mean, we've tried the corporate thing. Even with a band. I mean, oh, I can't yeah. say that we tried it with...
0: I think we ever tried in front of people with a band, but we yeah, did try it with a band right. at and rehearsal.
1: It was, it was not working. It wasn't, it wasn't happening, that's I for sure. Someday maybe we'll revisit it, but it just wasn't. Yeah. Th- was actually,
0: th- I don't think we ever talked about it, and you don't have to talk about this... Mm-hmm in front of our millions of fans, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> millions,
1: what about billions? Jeez. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Uh, we were actually the first podcast that has been sent into space. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, how did you actually feel like it went over at worship night? Cause you it was just an acoustic guitar. Oh. And that was actually, I think the first time you've ever done it at all in
1: front of a group of people, well, right? Well, we did it you and I did it for a staff meeting when the song first got released. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's, you could definitely tell it's not a song to lead people. Yeah. That was my sense. That was yeah, what I absolutely. felt when, when I was trying it when I was singing it, it wasn't like sing this with me. Mm. Right. It was like <laughs> screaming at a wall of natural here, letting go of the things that have caused me fear. I've been through hell, but I've never felt so near. You know what mm. I mean? Like that's, it's really difficult to corporately sing I don't know, something man. like I that. Could, I would, it is I very would scream that top of my lungs, right? Well, <laughs> you know, that's because we've been we've been through those things. Yeah, so true. True. Not a lot of people. True. That's why it's a it's a deep song that that is very personal because yeah. a lot of people sing it and like, why am I singing about screaming at a wall? hoping mm. that'll hear, oh my gosh, yeah, um, you know, you messing with my hair. but you know, <laughs> it's, messing, it's messing with my hair, man. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah, so to me, it just is always—it's just always felt very personal. Yeah. And I mean, you can—you know, what we used to call in the old church, it's a special, special. That's song, a special man. song that you I'll would sing during an offering. Sweet
0: little Benjamins, I'll <laughs> sing a little special.
1: So um, yeah, so that that one, I would definitely—I would agree. I would classify that as "quote unquote" spiritual song because yeah. of its very personal nature.
0: But in the same regard, we've seen and heard people who have just been so moved by it and had comments about how they're so grateful Mm -hmm. that they have been able to access it. And so I think that actually is a really good example of kind of the other side of the spectrum of we probably won't do it, if at all. We've done it twice in three or four years. Yeah. Um, And we might do it a few times Mm -hmm. in the future, but it's Mm -hmm. probably not going to make the regular rotation on any weekend. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, we felt like it was important to record because we were like it has such a powerful message to right. it for people who are going through that yeah. and and in that season and sure enough i mean we've had people who have who have talked to us about it who are just yeah. so grateful that they have a recording of it and how much it's meant to them and so let's just
1: say as we talked about last episode it would make bono happy <laughs> That's all I want, Bono. If well. you're happy enough, you could send us some tickets to the Sphere yeah, concert. Oh yeah, you know. But you, you had to... ask me how I felt like it went that night at Worship Night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it it felt like it went well, and you know, singing that song now after, I'm like, see, it's a very personal song. Like mm-hmm. when I when we wrote it, it was a whole different level of yeah grief and whatever you know going through a valley, right? Mm. And then for our family personally, this past year, it's like the song has a whole different yeah, absolutely. meaning. You know, and mm-hmm. it it just echoes the uh for me personally, it's like when you write a song like that or you, you know, you you go through a valley and you trust in your faith and then you write something like that. If the valley gets deeper a couple years later, do you still believe what you yeah. sang about? You yeah. Know? and yeah I do and mm. f- and I'll just say it here I mean it's just flipping sucks but yeah. you know we lost our daughter Melee, you yeah. know that just that song has a whole different meaning when I yeah. pick up a guitar and sing it now it's not yeah. even close to where I was when I wrote that in 2018 right. or 17 yeah with you it means something totally different now yeah. so but the, the words and lyrics ring true mm-hmm. personally for me and as you mentioned I think when people listen to it and people who have suffered and are suffering through something, whatever that may be. Yeah. It definitely seems to strike a nerve for people in that way. Yeah. It encouraging. So that's very cool. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I think that's the beauty of music too. It's like, yep. you think about it and it's like, you write it in the specific time. Um, this is just a quick little side note. Mm-hmm. Um, you write it for a specific time and then, you experience different things in life. So songs mean different things to you as you go through life, they can take different forms, the exact same song. Uh, but then to also think that, you know, I think it's the beauty of song is people who are going through completely different situations, but they relate to those words and mm-hmm. those, those emotions that are coming from you, um, in that moment and, and how you're walking with God in that moment. um, I think that's always a crazy thing that we get to do as musicians and, yeah. and worship leaders, even even if it's not your own song. I always tell people one of my prayers for the weekend is hopefully we're singing songs that somebody walks in and they're like, I felt this all week and haven't known how to put it to words. And this song put it to words for yeah. me at church this weekend. And yeah. so I think whether you are writing the song or just singing the song and mm-hmm. leading it on a weekend, both have very significant importance in our body um, and, and leading people. So love it. Um, next one is just the album. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but we actually have a few or one album and then a couple other songs that are purely just scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of falls into the personal, probably without lyrics, but, um, but we all are like, Hey, cause we do sometimes do custom music for uh, films that Chris Anderson does and stuff like that. And so, We were just like, hey, let's put them out there and and allow people to listen to them in their quiet times or whatever it might be. Um, And those are actually kind of cool. I don't look at like our stats a lot as far as like Spotify and all that. But sometimes when I get on there, the scores are actually the ones that are like listened to around the world more than most, which is always really cool to me. Yeah, it's always like France and Spain and, you know, Paraguay, all these different places that I see them listening to our instrumental music. um, That's awesome. Which is really cool. Um, And so I have some
1: incredibly talented people.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Nathan. Kurt and Nathan mainly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that probably is it at this point. Um, But yeah. And so we, but we find the value. I want the, the verse that always pops out in my mind about the music, not only for scores, but all of our music is uh, we, it was kind of the theme of our worship night. This year, but uh, Psalms 105 uh, in the Message version it says, "Turn, turn his wonders into music." And I always love that because he actually talks about singing and everything before that, and then that line he talks specifically about music. And so I always love that thought of turning his wonders or the things that we've seen just into pure sonic sound. And what does that sound like? And I think those guys do a great job. Which Ooh. brings us, yes, to our last song. I love the song. And I did this because I thought it actually was kind of a good mix of both again, yeah, but in a different way—the mm-hmm. um, corporate and personal. And once again, uh, the reason we didn't put Psalms in here is because we don't really; the Psalms are already written. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't write the Psalms. Right. I'd put them in there <laughs> uh, Anyways, no. <laughs> Side note. Uh, so this would once again kind of, I would say, fall into the spiritual. And hymns in that the nature of God and who he is, and then us also just walking with him. And and one of the uh, things about the song is I do love the chorus because it's mm-hmm. just attributes of who God is. Um, you are light. Yep. You are joyful. You are mercy. Something like I can't remember, yep. honestly. Uh, I'd know it if I saw it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just literally attributes of who God yeah. is. And then, like, The Bridge, Take My Life, mm-hmm. Turn it upside Upside Down, I Want to Be Like You, turns into the personal about our walk with him. And I actually like songs like that that yeah. are kind of both and, where it's mm-hmm. like this is who he is and this is the effect it has on my life. So, yeah. um, But uh, I, I wanted to mention this song because there is an aspect of it that we really don't do live. We've done it once, um, but we don't really do it live because... In writing it, we actually were like, it'd be really cool. We're talking about uh, being in the presence of the Lord, um, Him changing us from the inside out in that. Um, what do we, if we just gave space for that to happen? Um, so we actually put like a three-minute musical ses- section mm-hmm. in the middle of that song um, that we never do live, really. We did it once at a worship night, kind of as a transitional piece. But if we do it on weekend, we don't really do it live. Um, and But we've have it there for if somebody is in quiet time or something with the Lord, they have space to just be with him and not be thinking about words or something like that maybe, but just have some musical stuff. So we gave it to Cody, um, and said, Hey, what if we just did this? And he kind of started coming up with all these parts, which is really cool. And one of my favorite parts of any song is that little instrumental. And then the other cool part is after we recorded it and did it live for worship night, we had a violin player, Lenora, who goes yeah, to the Olathe campus. Wonderful. She played over it for the worship night. Wasn't a plan at all, um, but she played it so beautifully <laughs> that we, <laughs> we luckily captured yeah. the uh, audio uh, from that worship night for other things. And uh, we talked about it after and asked Cody, like, hey, is there any way we could put that in the song? Because luckily we did it to the click track and mm-hmm. uh, the, the order of what was on the uh, album and he was like, I think so. And he, so he put it on there for us just to see. And it just made that part absolutely gorgeous and beautiful and so, so worshipful. And so, um, but I use that as example because we could do it live for sure, uh, but just don't. Uh, just for how we do things on the weekend usually yeah. just doesn't seem like it well, necessarily Well, I mean, if you did it'd be
1: like an eight-minute song. <laughs> it would be. It would <laughs> right? take up most
0: of the set, which would be fine if we felt yeah. like that's what we needed to do. Yeah. But um, but I thought it was a good just mm-hmm. example because it, if you take that out and just do mm-hmm. the song, um, it's a beautiful song for yeah. the corporate uh, worship sessions and mm-hmm. then also just for uh, other things. But it has that part of it that, you know, just... yeah not saying it can't work and doesn't work but it's just not one once again you would look at and be like i can use that all the time right <laughs> i would agree
1: yeah, at least that's so, the way it feels and i, yeah. I mean, the few times we've done it uh during a weekend service and we've done it a couple times i feel like at least i know. I feel like the others have done it mm-hmm. once maybe yeah i think they've done them. um yeah it's just a it's a great song and i would agree I, it it's a very again I think there's definitely corporate aspects uh, of it, and I do think it's a very personal song. I mean, I love the line in that song where it talks about where it's like the whole act of surrender, which is take my life, Mm -hmm. turn it upside down. Like who who prays that, you know, unless you want and desire for God to completely refine you. You know, you're asking God to completely change your life, you yeah. know, turn it upside down, make me uncomfortable yeah. so that I can understand and grow in my personal relationship with you. That's a, that's a hard prayer to pray. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a great absolutely. song. I love it.
0: Yeah. So, but that's kind of, yeah, some of the songs that we just wanted to kind of throw out there and mm-hmm. say, Hey, this is kind of where they fit in the uh, Psalms, hymns, Spirit spiritual songs um, and kind of where they fit in the corporate side versus personal side. And, and, and I think we both, well, I'll say it, I think you agree with it uh, is that sometimes that line gets a little blurred of the corporate and personal. And, and, and we always, I think, try to manage that the best we can, not manage is probably the wrong word, but Mm -hmm. walk that um, Mm -hmm. the best we can at grace of, you know, having those songs that um, can kind of be either sometimes, but also just being understanding of we have a lot of people in one room that we want to be able to Uh, have worshiped the Lord and and come together as a group. And so, and I was, the older I get, the more I realize too, there's just different situations for different songs, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And like a good Friday service, I would do, I usually do some songs that I probably wouldn't do on a weekend because of just the situation. And so I've had to grow in that because I was, my younger years much more like this song needs to be sung and it wasn't, we didn't force them. Yeah, exactly. And and out of a place of, I think, and then
1: you're like, why aren't these people singing?
0: Yeah. Right. Nobody
1: loves God around here. Yeah,
0: (laughs) pretty much. Only I do. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was having to grow up to see there's different situations yeah. for different songs and, Absolutely. Um, and finding that um, and, and seeing that God is doing different or can work differently in different situations through different songs. And so yeah. I think that's the beauty, though, of the church and music and the arts is, is us as worship leaders and musicians trying to figure out what those situations are and how we shepherd our people in these moments and, and love them through it. And so... Uh, this is a great! Great way to do it.
1: I love it. Yeah, it's good. So, Hope you guys have enjoyed the conversation. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I was you asked before we hit record. Are there any things that we need to anything that we need to uh, announce or let people know about? I think you know, not really. I Thanksgiving's think right
0: now, coming up. If think, you didn't know that, yeah, be yeah, thankful. Be thankful. I'm
1: sure you have a lot to be so, thankful for. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we all do. in uh, In the midst of an incredibly wild world that we're living in right now. It is. Um, you know, yeah, we I think do. The, one thing that we can always be thankful for is our relationship with God and the confidence we have in Him yeah. as our foundation.
0: So Absolutely, and we're yeah. thankful for all you guys, seriously, <laughs> our teams. Um, it's amazing always. We talk about a lot, I feel like, on this yeah. podcast, but we're just so grateful for you guys and all you give and the love you give. And just it's, it's amazing to work with all of you and get to live life with all you guys. Yep. So thank you for all you do.
1: Awesome. You guys have a fantastic month. We'll see you next month. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks for listening to the GC Collaborative Podcast. If you have any questions or would like more information, check us out at
1: visitgracechurch.com.